God bless you. So honored to have you today with my wife and I here in the studio. Amen. Welcome to Kingdom Concepts. Our prayer is that God will use this time that we have, amen, to instill, amen, a word of wisdom, something that you can build your life and strengthen your faith in. Uh, we've got some amazing things we're going to be talking about mm -hmm. today. But if you haven't, grab your Bible, grab a notebook. You're going to want to take some notes, amen. You're going to want to remember some things, amen, uh, because what God is going to release inside of you is going to not only help you for where you're at, it's going to help you for where you are going. And if you haven't already, if you like Kingdom Concepts, hit the like button, subscribe, amen. Every Monday we produce a new episode that will be sent right to you. So that way you don't miss any of the amazing teachings and the amazing guests that we yes. have here well, on Kingdom Concepts. One. But uh, hey, today we're going to be talking about something that I had the pleasure of ministering on, you know, a little while back. How to be blessed in a world that's stressed. <laughs> There's a lot of stress right now going on. It, it, it seems like every other day you turn on the news and something else happened, you know, and it could be daunting if you're focusing on the bad things that are happening. And I feel like a, a lot of times right now in the world, it, the, the main focus is on the bad things that's happening. And it's overwhelming a lot of people. A lot of people are becoming under the pressure of what's happening. And we're, we, we as Christians are supposed to be part of this world, but we're not of this Come world. Come on. So when things are happening, they're going to happen. It's just, I mean, from the very beginning of times, things were happening. So those things are going to happen. We're not here to tell you that those things are not happening. And maybe the things that you're going through are not real things. They are. But how we handle them as children of God, how we handle them with people that understand the word, mm -hmm is going to be different than how the world handles it. You know, you you can have a friend and, and their loved one is in the hospital, their loved one is sick, or their loved one, you know, even maybe passed away. And it could be happening, the same thing could be happening to you, but you handle it differently than, than they handle it. They may be handling it better than you're handling it. What's the difference? And how should we attack the things that are coming at us? We need to attack it with the word. If we attack those things with the word and we stay under the word and we will not be under pressure. You know, and that's so true. You know, I mean, Jesus said in this world, he said, you're going to have persecution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He said, but be of good courage. I've overcome the world. And we have that absolute victory. And, you know, we can't stop things from happening that are prophetic or things that the Bible said are going to take place, but how it affects us, we definitely have control over. We That's definitely right. have the power over. And God has given us instruction and God has given us uh, his word to prepare us for the day that we're living in and also for the days that are ahead. Right. You know, it's like he issues warnings. You know, it's like if you were driving down the road, you know, and uh, there was a sign that said, hey, warning in five miles, the, the, the freeway is going to end and there's no road. You know, uh, you have to heed that warning. Right. And the closer you get to that bridge being gone, you know, uh, there's going to be more signs that let you know, hey, this is coming up. You know, three exits, you know, two exits get off, you know, because the bridge and the freeway are going to end. Right. You know, we have to look at God's word and grab a hold of those warnings and that instruction that he gives us. Uh, for this life. And when it comes to the day that we're living in, the Lord told us these days were coming. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the thing that's interesting is that before we used to be ministering about things that were coming and now those same scriptures are 
relevant to where we're at. It's like the day is here now. Mm -hmm. And so um, if you will, grab your Bible. Amen. We're going to just jump right into this today because we don't want you being stressed out. Amen. God doesn't want you carrying the cares of this world. And so he's given us a, a lot of things from the word of God to help us to be able to face this day mm -hmm. and not only survive it, but to thrive in it. That's right. And that's what God wants for all of us. Amen. So if you will, turn in your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 3, and we're going to read verses 1 through 5. If you have an amplified translation, it'll be awesome because that's what we're going to read out of right now. So 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5 in the amplified. Want me to read that? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay. You know, let me get the amplified. One through five, it says this. But understand that that understand this that in the last days will come, set in perilous times of great stress and trouble, hard to deal with and hard to bear. For if people will be lovers of self and utterly self-centered, lovers of money and aroused by inordinate greedy desire for wealth, proud and arrogant and contemptuous boasters, they will be abusive. Blasphemous, scoffing, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. They will be with natural human affection, without natural human affection, callous and inhuman, relentless, admitting of no truth or appeasement. They will be slanders, false accusers, troublemakers, intemperate and loose in morals and conduct, uncontrolled and fierce haters of God. They will be treacherous, betrayers, rash, and inflated with self-conceit. They will be lovers of sensual pleasures and vain amusements more than and rather than lovers of God. For although they hold a form of piety, true religion, they deny and reject and are strangers to the power of it. Their conduct bellies the genuineness, genuineness of their profession. Avoid all such people. Turn away from them. I mean, this is some pretty strong words yeah. here. Mm. You know, so the Lord says, he, he gives you a time frame. He says, in the last days. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're in those last days. Yes, we are. He said, perilous times mm -hmm. are going to come. You know, uh, hard to deal with and hard to bear. You know, these are, these are times that are challenging, you know, because there are so many things that are unknown. Uh, and you have people that are in the world that they're facing this without God. There was a time when we were facing life without God, and I don't understand how we survived. You know, mm -hmm. we really didn't, but <laughs> we're here. Yeah, we weren't even thriving. We were just diving into whatever was happening. We yeah. were not thriving at all. And, and you know, in, in these last days, you know, he said that these are going to be perilous times of great stress and trouble. Mm -hmm. You know, things that, you know, are, are, are challenging, and we've never seen a day like we're seeing right now to where people are so stressed out. They're stressed out about the economy. They're stressed out about, do I have enough money for the gas to get me to my job? Is my job still gonna be there? You know, they're stressed out about their children. You know, what are they teaching my kids in school? You know, or, you know, they're stressed out about their marriages, the challenges and things that are happening. You know, all of this pressure and all of this stress, it's a contender. Man, it's, it's something that you're gonna face and, Jesus, amen, through the word of God was telling us, amen, through the apostle Paul, he says, hey, in the last days, there's going to be some mm -hmm. challenges. Mm -hmm. And he describes in verses uh, four through five, I mean, uh, verses two through five, 
he describes the effects that it has on people. It's going to turn people into uh, places where they don't have natural affection. They don't care mm -hmm. as much as they should care for people to where they're even going to be betraying. They're going to have a form of godliness, but there's no power of God operating in their mm -hmm. lives. He says, you have to watch out for that. He says, and you need to avoid people that this is their character, mm -hmm. because if you don't, what will happen is you'll begin to take on that nature mm -hmm. and you'll find yourself all stressed out and overwhelmed with what's going on. Yeah. You know what, what I find um, just so wonderful about the Lord is the Lord doesn't, um, he doesn't make us give us any guesswork. Mm -hmm. He lets us know exactly what's happening. He doesn't make us be in this world and not know what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, he very, very uh, plainly says to you, this is everything that's going to happen. This is the things that are coming. So let me show you and let me prepare you mm -hmm. how to handle it. You, all of us have gone into a situation and we didn't know what was happening. We didn't know what the situation was. We didn't even know the situation was going to happen to us or around us. We didn't know. And, and that, that will happen through life. I remember as a, as a young child when I would, because I grew up and, and one of the things that the church that I was in taught you how to pray. And every single night, you know, we would pray. And I remember my prayer every single night. I would pray, uh, you know, our Father who art in heaven. I yes. prayed that, you know, every <laughs> single night before I went to bed. And then I would pray and I would say, Lord, today, Lord, for 24 hours, let nothing bad happen. Let nobody die. And I had my little thing. Let nobody die. Let nobody, uh, you know, commit murder. Let nobody this. And I would just have all these, you know, I no children be hurt and everything. When I was little, I would just constantly pray that prayer before I would go to bed. And then the next day I would wake up and I would turn on the news. And it's like, oh, today wasn't the day. It didn't happen today. And so every day I would wake up and I would pray that prayer. And I know as a young child, it's kind of like a, you know, I didn't realize what I was praying, but I, that was just my the prayer of my heart, you know, as a kid. And yet here I'm reading in the word that God had warned us already, you know, it, it's going to happen. You know, you're, you're not going to be able to pray it away. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But that's okay because I'm going to show you how to deal with it. I'm going to give you the tools that say you're going to be able to overcome. That's right. I'm going to give you the tools so that you don't have to go through all this stuff that everybody else is going through. And if for some reason something happens, I'm going to show you how to get out of it. And I'm going to show you how to be blessed through it. And if we just stay in his word, if we just stay, you know, receiving that love and, and that uh, that um, just instruction and that uh, strength that he gives us in his word, we're going to be able to overcome every single thing that's going to happen because it's going to happen. And yeah. it's not going to get it's not going to get better. I'm not speaking doubt and unbelief, people. I just want you to understand that. I'm a faith person. Amen. I'm not trying to say, oh, you know, woe is me and the, the end of the world is coming. That, that's not what I'm trying to tell you. What I'm saying is things are going to get worse in schools. Things are going to get worse around us. Things are going to get worse in the world. Yes, they are, but not for us. That's right. Not for us. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. But with all the noise that is around us, it could be easy for you to be sucked into the pressure of what's happening in the world. Yes. And we cannot allow that. When we allow that, we, you know, when we come into our home, you know, my husband and I, we come into our home. That is our sanctuary. Yeah. You know, that's our sanctuary. My children are there. My grandchildren come or whenever they're right now. We only have one daughter living with us. But that's our sanctuary. 
And I just always remember knowing when I would come into my home, there was peace. It was the peace that me and you had built, the peace that we had, had um, you know, exemplified in our home for our kids. There was no drama in our home. There was no anything. Yes, we had three children. And yes, you know, <laughs> you know, they had their fights and their all those types of growing things. pains. Absolutely. We had all that. But that that didn't take away from the peace. Mm-hmm. Even though those things were happening, that didn't take away from the peace. And we can't go around this world thinking, oh, we're only going to have peace when we're in our home, in our, in our sanctuary. That peace that follows us wherever we go, we bring that peace. You go to the grocery store and people are freaking out, you bring that peace. Mm-hmm. You go to school and those your kid, the kids are crazy or whatever, you bring that peace. And we can't leave that peace somewhere else because of what's happening in the world. You know, and I think what it is is that, you know, the Lord told us again, you know, in the last days, perilous times are going to come. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, days that are hard to deal with, hard to bear trouble. And as believers, what we need to understand is, again, those things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not being negative. That's just being truthful. The Lord said these things are going to happen and, the, and they're going to increase. And for us as believers, what we have to do is take the warnings that God gives, take the instruction, the wisdom, and the understanding that God gives so that that way we're not overcome. The world's going to be overcome, but we don't have to. God knows how to trouble the trouble. But what I've learned is that when things begin to happen and your world is affected by it, your life becomes affected, what happens is you start focusing on things. And what you focus on the longest is what will become the strongest Mm. in your life. If you're focusing on the provision of God, the protection of God, you know, the the healing power of God, whatever is going on in the world, as you focus on the Lord, Mm -hmm. your peace is intact. Your your life is all Mm -hmm. right. It's when we give too much attention to uh, the trouble and the things that cause trouble in the world. That's what starts messing us up. And I know for ourselves as pastors, um, you know, here we are uh, in our 20th year of ministry, you know, being full-time pastors. And we see, uh, you know, that during COVID, people that were strong in the Lord, as these, as these days begin to get more wicked and more challenging, you know, with the riots going on and people looting stores and burning their cities down and fighting the police and all this stuff, you know, as we seen all of these things happening, we watched solid people start giving way too much attention mm-hmm. to the trouble. And, and maybe you're watching today or you're listening to this program and if you've been doing this, I want to help you because we've seen a lot of solid Christians. We're talking about even pastors and ministers who gave so much attention to what was going on with COVID. And they spent so much time just glued to the television set, listening to every, you know, news program about all of the things that were going on with pandemic and, mm-hmm. and inflation, all these things. And we've seen solid people, their faith start weakening and they were becoming stressed out. And because they went from being informed on what's going on mm-hmm. in the world to mm-hmm. where instead of watching the news, they were feeding on it to where it's like uh-huh. they had to take it in. That's right. And, and they were taking it into the point to where it, it displaced the focus they had on God. Mm-hmm. And that's when they started feeling the weight of the that's day right. they're in and the stress of the day that they're in. Yes. I, I remember hearing somebody and they were talking about that exact thing. And they were talking about how they had let everything that was going on around them, that it was affecting their health. Mm-hmm. It was affecting 
everything about them and they didn't realize it because they were just thinking, oh, I need to be, in, I need to watch the news. I need to know what's going on because we do. We need to know what's mm -hmm. going on. You can't just bury your head in the sand and not know what's going on. You need to be involved in the things of the world, you know, things that affect you. You need to know. But they had just been so focused on it. It caused them to be so underneath it. Mm -hmm. But the minute that they were like, what is happening? Why, why am I feeling like this? Mm -hmm. And they, the Lord told them they went from being informed about mm -hmm. a situation to feeding on the situation. Yeah. And there's a big difference. And we, we can't have that. You know, um, you wrote this down the other day, and I just felt like it was just so important. You said, um, what you focus on the longest, the longest becomes the strongest. Mm -hmm. And that's so true. What, what you focus on the longest becomes the strongest. You know, when you have a skill and you uh, want to figure out that skill, you, you want to learn how to, uh, you know, me and you've been talking, I want to learn how to start a fire with nothing. <laughs> I do. I want to learn how to start a fire. Without a lighter? Without a lighter. I want to learn how to start a fire. I'm like, I'm going to figure out how to start a fire with nothing. You know, I don't know if I'll ever need that skill, but I want to figure it out. And so we've been watching this show and, you know, every single one of them had a different way how to start a fire. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them had a different way and a different um, a method on how to start a fire. And they were so focused on, I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to do it this way. And then when somebody came in and said, how about we do it this way? It was the same result. The same result, but they, um, you know, the same result, but they ended up fixing it. See, this person was stuck on, this is the only way I know how to do mm -hmm. it. I know how to, uh, this skill that I want to learn, I practiced it, I practiced it, I practiced it. And and he was so focused on that one skill that he was good at it. You mm -hmm. know, the other guy comes in and shows him what he's good at. So when you're, when you have a, when you have something in your, and you spend time on it, you're going to learn how to do it good. You're going to, you know, you're going to learn how to do it good. And that's the same thing it is with the word and peace. You have to practice peace. You have to practice yes. how to walk in peace when things are coming up against you. It's coming up against you and you're, you're like, you know what? I, I'm not practicing how I need to. Mm. Let me figure it out this way. And you need to learn how to practice peace. It's, it's very important. Yeah. And you know, because when you're practicing peace, you're practicing his presence. Yes. You know, you're practicing his presence. You're you're in a position to where you're creating an environment that God remains in in your life, you know. And and as we do so, what happens is you remember to cast the care upon right. him. You're no longer carrying the care, you know, you're giving it to the Lord. He said his yoke is easy, mm -hmm. his burdens light, mm -hmm. and you feel that peace come. And he says, I'm not gonna take the That's peace right. away from That's you. Right. But we have to put ourselves in a position to where we don't allow the things that God has taught us, the things that have worked, you know, those things are important, like you were saying. And we need to retain those things yeah. uh, as we pursue learning new things. Amen. Mm -hmm. Other ways that God does things to help out in those same situations. And when it comes to dealing with stress and when it comes to how you handle trouble, uh, Jesus Christ himself in Matthew 24, verse 6 um, you're going to want to write this down. Matthew chapter 24, Jesus, his disciples asked him questions regarding, you know, these days that we're living in, the end times. And they asked him in verse uh, 1, they, they went out and departed from the temple and Jesus' disciples came to him uh, uh, for him to, to show him the buildings. And Jesus said unto them, see ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And in verse 3, 
It says, And he sat upon the Mount of Olives, and the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things uh, be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And the Bible says Jesus answered them. And one of the things he starts talking about is the deception that's coming. He talks mm. about the wars, the rumors of wars. He talks about, you know, famines and pestilences, you know, taking place and earthquakes in diverse places. And in verse 6, he says this, And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not, not troubled. Frightened. Frightened or He's troubled. saying, man, don't allow, don't allow it to have a place inside of you. These things are going to take place. But what God wants us to know is, I was with you uh, on the mountains, and I will be with you in the valleys. That's right. Uh, Let me read this verse uh, again. It says, "And, And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not frightened or troubled. For this must take place, but the end is not yet. So he's telling us all this stuff's going to happen. All this stuff is going to be coming. But, Mm. and you will hear is hear and see rumors of wars, see that you are not frightened or troubled. And right there, it's very, very simple. If you're in fear, it's going to bother you. Mm -hmm. If you're troubled about it, if you're frightened about it, if you're uh, stressed about it, that's what we're talking about. If you're Mm -hmm. stressed about it, then it's going to trouble you. And if you stay in peace and you don't allow yourself to get frightened, you don't allow yourself to get troubled, Mm -hmm. and when you feel that coming, just know, okay, wait a minute. I'm I'm being frightened about these things mm-hmm. that are happening. These things that are happening around the world are troubling me. And so they're right there and there. You when that happens, you know, okay, I'm not doing it the way God wants me to. Mm-hmm. Because I have these skills in the word. I have these things that I've been prepared for. I can't be frightened. I can't be troubled. Yeah, it's it's so true, you know, mm-hmm. and and Jesus, you know, he he's the answer to everything. Yes, he is. Yes, you he know, is. he is the way, he's the truth, he's the life, and everything that pertains in the That's life right. and godliness, he says, Man, I'm gonna give it to you. Um, I want you to turn to Colossians chapter two. Um and uh because you know, how 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 can you be blessed in a world that's stressed? That's mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about. We're not, number one, it's like what, you know, Eliana said, you don't bury your head in the sand and act like nothing's happening. No, things are happening, but again, how they affect us is completely up to us. And Jesus, amen, he hasn't left us comfortless. He's kept us in a position to where he wants to show himself strong on our behalf. Mm -hmm. And it's so important that you keep your eyes on him. Matthew 6.33 says, seek First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything that you're stressed out about, the answers, the solutions, they're going to be added to you. God's going to bring them to you as you seek him. And with that thought in mind, that's where I want us to go and why I want us to go to uh, Colossians chapter 2, because this right here really brings an answer to help you. If you're stressed, I'm telling you, this right here is the solution to help you to eliminate, to relieve some of that pressure or that trouble, amen, that maybe you're dealing with, amen? So Colossians chapter 2, and let's read, uh, it, uh, it's a few verses. How about verses uh, 9 through 18? In what translation? Go ahead and read the King James, and then uh, if we have time, I'll read the Amplified. Okay. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead the bodily. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, in whom also ye are circumcised, and with the circumcision made without hands, 
in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. I love that. Mm. I love that. Come <laughs> and on. having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing, triumphing over them in it. You know what? If you if you don't mm -hmm. mind, uh, I want to introduce just verse 15. You need to hear this in the Amplified Translation. Mm -hmm. It says this, God disarmed the principalities and the powers that were ranged against us and made a bold display and a public example of them in triumphing over them in him and in it the cross. It's, th this right here is so important. It's like your victory is always going to be found at the cross. Mm -hmm. Amen. Uh, what you need is always going to be found right there in the presence of Jesus. And so today, if you're going through some challenges, remember what we just read. You have a covenant mm -hmm. with Almighty God to where your weaknesses are going to be swallowed up by His strengths. Uh, what you lack, he's going to supply and he's going to provide. This is how you remain blessed in a world that's stressed, is you have to keep your eyes on Amen. Jesus and the covenant you have with him. Amen. Why don't you go ahead and pray for them right now? You know, maybe you're going through something. Maybe the things of this world have just come against you. And we want to pray for you right now. Yes. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just pray, Lord, for Thank every you, person, Father. Lord, that is uh, under the sound of my voice right now. I pray, Lord, for all of that pressure and the stress, Lord. All of that added anxiety and, Lord, responsibilities, Lord, that belong to you, Lord. I pray that all those cares be taken away, Lord, as we release them to you, mighty God. I pray let your peace come. Lord, let your blessing, Lord, arise upon the lives of your sons and your daughters. And I pray, Lord, that you trouble their trouble. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you. We love you. Amen. Look forward to being with you again. Again, if remember, if you like this, amen, like and subscribe to our channel. Amen. And you will receive uh, the next part of this message. Amen. This Monday. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you soon.